Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Friday, August the 26th, 2022. It is currently 9.42 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central Studios located right here in Abilene, Texas. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It was hard enough just to get that introduction out. I mean, wow, um, sometimes I get sent things and I... And I'm like, this can't be real. This just cannot be real. And then I realize that it is. But 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 I, I'm getting distracted. I'm getting distracted. Let, let's let's talk about something. All right. You you probably have heard a lot about it because it's everywhere. It's on every podcast. It's on the news. Everyone is talking about it. Donald Trump and Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. The FBI raided Trump's residence at Mar-a-Lago, right? Every, everyone is talking about that, right? Now, I, when, it, when, it, when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, everyone was, I mean, I think, I don't think it would have been a shock or a surprise. Everyone knew that those on the Republican and the conservative side was going to lose their mind, scream that this is wrong. This is the end of the world. This is the the end of the democracy, the end of a con- the constitution, the end of the Republic, the end of the United States of America. We're now a third world nation controlled by a dictator. It's the end of the world. You knew that everyone was going to lose their mind over the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, you, you, you had to know that was going to happen, and that played out pretty much as expected, right? If you were listening to uh, talk radio, conservative talk radio, or, or conservative talk podcast, however you get their content, or watching Fox News or wherever, you heard about basically how bad it was, and it's an embarrassment, it's a crime, it's illegal, they should have never, the FBI should have never did that. They should have never done that in any way, shape, or form. Now, I should have known. Oh, I should have known. I should have been just monitoring Christian podcasts everywhere. I should have just been looking and looking and looking and looking for episode after episode after episode. I really should have. And then I could have just done a series, Christian Response to Mar-a-Lago Raid. I could have just, we could have just reviewed audio probably, I don't know how many hours of audio we probably could have had, but we probably could have found plenty to, to listen to. But I started definitely noticing a trend that many Christians were like, this is horrible, this is wrong, and they were upset, and they were bothered, and, you know, all of a sudden, from a Christian perspective, as well as a Republican conservative perspective, the FBI was wrong, don't support the FBI, I'm not going to say that everybody went this far, but defund the FBI, close it down, because what they did to Trump was a crime, they should have never, they should have never you know, executed the search warrant and the raid to Mar-a-Lago. They should have never done it. All right. Now, here's what happens. When Christians, see now, when, when maybe conservatives who, who don't necessarily claim to be Christians, those who, who may not be that religious, but they're very conservative in their political ideology and their cultural ideology, even though it may not necessarily be for, for religious reasons. When they do so, they typically, now sometimes they will, but most of the time they may leave out a, a God justification for their perspective. Sometimes, but sometimes they may, they may not do that. But when Christians, 
begin to say, this is wrong, or this is wrong, or this is wrong, you know sooner or later, even if it's about politics, even if it's about culture wars, even if they don't have a specific scripture, at some point they're going to come along and say, God is against it. God is upset about it. God is bothered by it. And once you throw in the quote-unquote God card, well, guess what? Then, then, then you act like, as Christians, well, then no one can argue against me because God is on our side. So would you be shocked to hear that God was unhappy with the Mar-a-Lago raid? Would you be shocked to find out that God himself was upset, that God was angry over the Mar-a-Lago raid? What would you be? Would you be shocked to hear that? Well, according to at least one so-called Christian prophet, I guess he's heard from God, and God has let him know that he's unhappy with the Mar-a-Lago raid because, well, a scripture possibly was violated in the Mar-a-Lago raid. I, you may think I'm joking, but this is what was sent to me at 5:34 p.m. This evening, 5.34 p.m. this evening, I just get this is, have you seen this? Hope you are well. I don't really, th- I don't really know if they hope that I'm well, because by sending me this, <laughs> I'm not going to be well. Th- this episode will probably lead to 15 seizures over the next five or six hours, because I mean, this, this is just crazy. So it says, I just wondered if you have stumbled across this. No, I haven't stumbled across it. And I wish I never would have. Okay. This, and yet uh, I, I wonder if you've stumbled across this yet. And, and, and I, they're curious about what I think about it. Prophet warns, a Christian prophet warns that God was unhappy with the Mar-a-Lago raid. So not only are conservatives upset about it, not only is Fox News upset about it, not only is Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck Sean Hannity, Mark Levine, all, all of the your, your usual suspects, lots of Christians in Christian media, they're upset over the Mar-a-Lago raid. But lo and behold... Now we know that even God is upset about it. Now, you could say that there's probably, there are some things that I think we can be somewhat certain of. Trump was unauthorized, was an, okay, Trump was an unauthorized possession of national defense information, namely properly marked classified documents. That seems to be pretty accurate. He had these documents, doesn't appear that he was authorized to be in possession of said documents. Number two, he was put on notice by the U.S. government that he was not permitted to retain those documents at Mar-a-Lago. That seems to be pretty, hey, you can't have these documents. Number three, he continued to maintain possession of the documents and allegedly undertook efforts to conceal them in different places throughout the property up until the FBI finally executed a search warrant earlier this month. That seems to be three things we can be pretty sure of. That, that seems to be things we can be sure of. But of course, if you ask Christians, there's something else we can be sure of. We now know God's attitude on the entire thing. So here we are. We're going to review this audio. Now, I had to skip to 25 seconds because what was sent to me was someone critiquing what a so-called Christian prophet said. Now, 
I am going to try to track down the original video, but I can't find it right now. I looked and looked. Maybe it was removed. I don't know. I can't find it. I find all of their so-called like prophecy updates and I can find a number of them, but I can't find this specific one. I don't know if it was taken down. I don't know. I'm not saying it was I'm, I because I'm assuming they're proud of the, what they said. I, I'm assuming maybe it was, but we will we will get to the bottom of that. But at the very beginning, the person reviewing this is like, well, he has a, a very derogatory and explicit word for these so-called prophets. He's not very happy about it. So I skipped the first 25 seconds and we're going to come in right at the 26 second mark. And uh, he's going to set everything up. You can, you, whatever, if you don't, you may not like the guy giving his analysis and his review. You may not like him, whatever. Just ignore that. When he, but he has the audio of this prophet talking about this situation in Mar-a-Lago. And again, I'm just, I should have, in some ways I'm kicking myself. I, I, I don't know. I guess in some ways I'm kicking myself, but in other ways I'm not. Because you know what? We focused on the study of Amos step by step. We've been doing that. And that's where we need to keep our focus on scripture and doing that kind of thing. But sometimes there's things going on within Christianity that I, I can't I can't just ignore. And watching Christians, you know, how dare this happen and just lose their mind. I guarantee you those same Christians would have had a very, 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 very different attitude. If we were, if it was announced breaking news, the FBI has issued a warrant uh, to the residents of Joe Biden, and they have found classified documents in his possession, and he's not supposed to have them. It may be like, lock him up. It's treason. Take him down. But if it's Donald Trump, and oh, oh Christian, Donald Trump could burn down five houses. He could do 15,000 illegal things, and Christians would be like, don't say a negative word about him. It is just crazy the way Christians act when it comes to politics. Nothing, no consistency, no connection to reality, no connection to truth, and very, very, very much relativistic, subjective morality. But here we go. Are you ready? Oh, man, I don't, I'm not ready. Okay, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I know I've already given too much away. My, my original idea was just to say I, I was going to approach it a different way, but then I've just, everything just, everything just came out. I, I can't hold it in. I can't hold it in, all right? So here we go. The, uh, I don't know when this video was made, but it was sent to me at 5.26 p.m. Central Time. And um, we're going to make it through this. Here we go. These false prophets, these self-proclaimed white Christian nationalist prophets like Robin Bullock. I've talked to Robin Bullock. Now, I believe his name, Robin Bullock, you've probably seen him. His name is spelled uh, R-O-B-I-N and then Bullock, B-U-L-L-O-C-K. Robin Bullock. Now, he refers to him as a Christian nationalist prophet, a Christian nationalist prophet. I'm not, I, I'm not going to label him a Christian nationalist. I mean, to be fair, I don't even want to label him a Christian, but 
you know, I, I can't judge someone's salvation. I would just say, I think his theology and the prophecies I've seen that he has made that are so absolute and completely false. I put it this way. He's definitely not a prophet. He's definitely not hearing from God. That I will be dogmatic on, okay? His salvation, I won't, I won't make a judgment on that because I cannot, but I can say he's not hearing from God. He's not a prophet. He's clearly a false prophet. God did not send him. He did not hear from God. I, that I, I can be pretty dogmatic on. Christian nationalist, you can draw your own conclusion because I haven't watched enough of Robin Bullock to, to pay attention to. It's, he's one of those people that I've seen and heard, and I'm kind of like, what is this? Like, just give me a break. But this serves as an example of just, well, again, how politically hijacked the church is and how disconnected it is from reality. So he refers to him as a Christian, white nationalist, you, whether you like that terminology Robin Bullock would claim to be a Christian. He clearly thinks he's a prophet. He gives prophecies, which are constantly false. He claims to hear from God. And you know my theology. Nobody hears from God outside of the word of God. No, God is not giving you some still small voice. He's not leading. No, he leads you through the word of God. That's how you hear from him, right? But the minute you open that door, no, no, no. God can speak to people this way or that way. Then, well, you end up in this world of craziness. But here we go. Right, here we go. About him a few times. The matted hair uh, rock band washout, Robin Bullock. And it is not strange, it's, it, it's to be expected, that they all gravitated toward the grifter Donald Trump. Because the grifter Donald Trump hoisted them up and gave them legitimacy in his campaign. He, he attempted over and over and over to sidle up to them because he knew his low information, poorly educated audience of of, uh, deplorable grifter lovers were going to eat that up. They were going to lap that up. Not only did he sidle up to the, the, the evangelical preachers who swindle little old ladies out of their social security checks, he also sidled up to people like Alex Jones. I mean, it was a Now, just a couple of things. He's obviously very hostile. It sounds like at the beginning of this that he was raised in the evangelical world. Clearly, it sounds like he had a falling out with the evangelical world. But what drives me crazy is I think a lot of his dislike and frustration with Christianity from from listening to the first part of this is that uh, his what he experienced in the evangelical world because he has a very much a stereotypical view of the evangelical world, which sadly, as much of it is true. I I just think this is very important. This is so important. Please, I beg of you, no matter what happens into the evangelical world, no matter what happens to churches, because look, I believe biblically the churches are going to apostatize. It's just church after church after church is going to apostatize. Church after church is going to become more political. It's just, just There's just going to be all of these issues. No matter how bad evangelicalism gets, no matter how bad, quote unquote, corporate Christianity becomes, the local church gets, that has nothing, that has literally no bearing on the truth of Christianity, the truth of Christianity is not dependent on the godliness and the attitudes and the actions of the church. Yes, you would hope the church would reflect 
the truth of Christianity, but in many cases, the church finds itself literally demonstrating the opposite of Christianity. And this is not a new phenomenon. Go all the way back to the Bible and read, just start with a letter to 1 Corinthians. That church was a total train wreck and a mess. It did not impact the truth of Christianity, but it had to be rebuked for living in a way that was completely contradictory to it. All of us as believers, over and over and over, we find ourselves at different times with wrong attitudes, wrong actions that contradict Christianity. I've done it. You've done it. So, but for many, when they grow up and they see all of this craziness, and for many, when they watch the, like, here's Trump, you know, playing favor, you know, calling, you know, trying to endear himself to the evangelical world. And here's the evangelical world going, yes, we need Trump. Trump is our hero. Trump is the one who's going to rescue us. Trump is the one who's going to save America. And when Christians just almost like threw themselves at his feet, I'm sorry, there's going to be a lot of people in the world going, what is going on with evangelical Christianity? Just remember, these actions have no bearing on the truth of Christianity. Don't judge Christianity. Sadly, you can't judge the truth of Christianity by the flaws of its followers because, well, the Bible itself says we're all still sinners and we're still going to sin. You, you just, we sometimes, uh, people who, who have a really bad taste in their mouth towards evangelicalism throws out Christianity. No, throw out the bad representation of it. Still deal with the truth of Christianity. Right, so this individual obviously doesn't like it. And he, he talks about how Trump basically tried to gain favor with the evangelical world who come running. And he also, and it is very true, he tried to gain favor with Alex Jones and the conspiratorial part of the world. And he, he even went on Alex Jones's program. He even he was on he was on the Infowars Alex Jones radio program. I want you to think about Alex Jones, the one who said Sandy Hook was all a hoax and all of the nine thousand other crazy conspiracy theories. But that but that Donald Trump, who's you know doing that and all the thing, the, the Christian world was like, oh, 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 you like us? Oh, you're going to give us? You're going to promise us all the things we want? Well, we'll give you our support and Christians. Come running to Donald Trump in droves. What, 82% of white evangelicals voted for Donald Trump. And I, trust me, they're going to vote for him again if he, if he can run, if he's not in prison. But right, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. So, so you can, I just want you to kind of understand this man's frustration because, well, Christians have kind of said, hey, politics are more important to us than Jesus. We want to be, I guess this is what happens. Many Christians, without even realizing it, You've demonstrated to the world that you've so confused the world that they see Christianity more as a political force than a religious or a theological one. And when the church is seen by the world as being more political or theological, this is very, very important. Listen to me. Then you're causing people to stumble. We're hurting the name of Christ. So whatever you think you're accomplishing politically, let's say you gain all of your political goals. If at the end of the day, you've convinced the world that Christianity is nothing more than a political, a political promotion platform, then was all those political victories worthwhile? If we basically have destroyed that, the, the, they don't see us as followers of Christ. They don't see the gospel. They don't see Jesus. They just see our politics. You can't, I don't know why Christians don't realize that is 
absolutely destructive. But, oh, let's see what happens here. Grift on full display. And in response to his cozying to them, they loved him. They adopted him. They, they compare him to David. They, they, they talk about him being the anointed of God. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, touch not God's anointed. I don't know exactly where it was. I think it has to do with Moses. But I grew up in congregations all across the country when we moved from place to place to place. And if you questioned the pastor, if you, if you had any, any criticism at all, that, that scripture would be bandied about. It would be dragged out and do, how dare you touch not God's anointed. I am God's anointed. I am a. Now, now it, well, you can, you, you can find the passage. We won't get into a whole exegesis of the passage and, 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 and where it's found. We, we won't get into all of that right now, okay? Because I don't want to get sidetracked. But this is, I want to just, this is very important. Yes, I've heard it used in Christianity constantly where don't question the pastor, touch not the Lord's anointed. Well, then many Christians have applied this to, well, Donald Trump. He is David. He is the Lord's anointed. How dare you attack him? How dare you criticize him? Isn't it weird, though, that, oh, Trump is the Lord's anointed, not Joe Biden, not Obama, just Trump, just Trump, by some dogmatic declaration by Christians who say this, this is who we have to support. And remember, many very well-known Christians, Christians who you would not think would be politically hijacked, said things like, you can't be a Christian and not vote for Donald Trump. You can't be a Christian and not vote for Republicans. Well, I, well, I guess I'm not a Christian because I didn't know my faith was determined by who I voted for. I thought my Christianity was determined by my faith in Jesus Christ, but you know, I don't know. That's probably some old form of Christianity, but the new form of Christianity is, you know, vote Republican and you will be saved. Support Donald Trump and you will inherit eternal life. That, that's pretty much, and you say that's hyperbole. Not really. That's how messed up the church has become on a lot of this. Let's continue. Prophet of God. And here we have this still in 2022, still a thing. That this man, Robin Bullock, is so arrogant to, to try to convince his congregation that he has the bat phone to Jesus. And God himself is telling Robin Bullock, not telling him important things like, hey man, get a haircut, bro. Nothing important like that. He's telling him just how dissatisfied the creator of the universe is with the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Watch this. And when they raided Mar-a-Lago, God didn't like that, Steve. That didn't set well in heaven. It didn't set well at all when they did that. You know, the scripture says, touch my, not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Well, they touched his anointing when they did that, his anointed, because uh, Trump is David. He's David. He began to be David. When, uh, uh, when all of this, when Barack Obama's seal fell off of his podium, he began to take. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. It fell off and rolled away or something. It sure did. It sure did. And, uh, see, Obama, 
would love to be the Antichrist. He would love to be the anointed one because uh, they named him that, remember? Yeah. But he, he's not, and this will be, he's not, he can't be now because he is now Gog. In the spirit, he became Gog. Did you did you catch all that? Barack Obama is Gog in the spirit. This is, it's all like Ghostbusters. You got Zul and the Keymaster and Gozar or Zogar or whatever the characters were. It's all a bit much, but they say it with a straight face and they extract wealth from people through their grift who donate to them thinking that these are true, mighty men of God, prophets on high, reading the mind of Jesus. It didn't set well in heaven. Apparently, God doesn't have enough stuff on his plate with the starving children all across the world and famine and disease and and climate change. We're destroying God's creation. That's not what's important to God. It's that the FBI wanted to get some nuclear secrets and wanted to investigate violations of the Espionage Act of of an ex-president. That is what God is interested in. And then to compare Donald Trump, not even to compare, to say Trump is David. A man described in the Old Testament as someone who took after God's own heart. (laughs) Donald Trump, the thrice divorced, having sex with porn star individual, paying off porn stars who he had sex with while his wife was pregnant with his youngest son. That is David. That is God's anointed, according to to Robin Bullock, the prophet with the, the Bluetooth in his ear. You know that guy wears Bluetooth in his ear everywhere he goes. Uh, he has the Bluetooth to Jesus, a line in, a piped right in to God. What is it? that uh, is bothering you today, God? Pestilence, disease, child abuse? Nah, Mar-a-Lago raid. Gross. And dangerous. That guy doesn't pay taxes, by the way. Anyway, I'd love your thoughts. There you have it. You may not like his attitude. You may not like his condescending sarcasm, but it's hard not to have some condescending sarcasm when you got Christians out there saying God wasn't, it did not sit well with God. It wasn't happy because they touched, they touched the Lord's anointed by raiding Mar-a-Lago. It by the FBI do to do, here's, here's the president with documents he's not supposed to have. He's asked to to give them up, claims he gives them up. They don't think he's giving them up. They, they execute the search warrant. They go in, they, they, they find documents. I don't know how it's all going to play out. I don't know. Ultimately, my my focus is on things more spiritual than this. But then you leave it to the Christian world. You leave it somewhere to the the politically hijacked Christian world to come in and say, no, 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 no. The raid of Mar-a-Lago, that was sinful. That was wrong. God is on our side. God is on the side of Donald Trump. God, uh, Donald Trump is God's anointed. Uh, Donald Trump is not only God's anointed, Donald Trump is David, and you cannot touch the anointed. So you can't do anything to Trump, to David, to the Lord's anointed. 
what is that? That's not my kind of Christianity. That's not even biblical Christianity. I don't know what that is. But I want to be as far away from it as possible. But it just shows you how, how I don't know what it is within the world of Christianity that just leads to this conspiratorial, broken from reality. I know, I know a lot of it goes with the concept that they think they hear from God and outside of the Bible. That's one major issue. But here's what we need to do. If we can find the original video of Robin Bullock talking about this, I looked and looked on YouTube. I found, I think, I think there's like 52 channels uh, with, with Robin Bullock videos. And I, it can't be that far back, but I found, I found video of him talking to the same guy he was talking to in that video. But it's not the same video because uh, the man he's talking to is wearing a different shirt. So I'm looking for that colored shirt with that color tie. Go, okay, Robin Bullock's wearing the same thing every time, black t-shirt with a black like leather jacket. Okay, so you kind of know what to look for for him. But for the other guy, I might, but I keep looking and looking. I keep, I keep missing it. I'm going, I'm, maybe I'm missing it somewhere. But I'm going to try to find it, and then we will, it's going to be painful, but then we will review it. And the only reason we're going to do that, if I can find it, is because I always try my best to say, whenever you review audio, you need to review it in its fuller context. Now, I think it will only make Robin Bullock sound more crazy and more of a false prophet than he already is, but I would like for him to do that to himself and in context, if that makes sense. But I, I just, I had to play this for you tonight. It just shows you what is happening in the Christian world. And we've been talking about it over, I mean, if you go back and just, I mean, we're always doing episodes, but if you just, there, sometimes a theme emerges, right? I've been talking about Christianity and reality, politics and reality. Um, and, you know, what, what, is, what is it going to look like when we, when we move to, into the midterm elections and into the general election? What happens if Trump runs again? We've been talking about a lot of things related to this. And, and it comes up frequently in my episodes when I, when I get bothered by it. But there is something happening in Christianity of this political hijacking that is just so bad and I, and I just don't know what the end game is. Like, like, where is this going? And I just know for many, they look at the church and they're like, I want nothing to do with that. I just, I don't want anything to do with that. And, and to be honest, any church that becomes that politically hijacked, I wouldn't be a part of it. I wouldn't have anything to do with it. So where do they go? What do they do? I don't know. What, 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 how, what's, how it's all, how is it all going to play out? It has to be that at some point, now typically I have a more negative view, but maybe tonight, maybe I just feel like there's got to be a point where Christians look around and go, what have we done? What have we done? We've abandoned Christ. We've abandoned the church, the gospel, the great commission, We've, we've given ourselves over to the idolatry, the idolatry of politicians and politics and political ideology. What We've ceased being the church. We've ceased being the, 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 the followers of Christ. We, we, we repent. I, you, feel, you want to believe that it's going to happen. I, but I guess I was going to say I believe that's going to happen. I, I do believe at some point the church will abandon that but i think whatever they adopt after will only be worse because i think 
I, I, again, my eschatology tells me it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, and that the church is going to become more and more apostate. I think the corporate church is going to become so apostate that Christians are going to find themselves outside of the church. And when I say the church, the church at large, right? The, the majority, the, the, the church in general is going to become some apostate that many Christians are going to be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't, what, 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 what do we do? There we go. Yeah, I'm, 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 I keep hitting the table because I'm just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. So I just, all I wanted to do tonight was just throw it out there. We'll, we'll, we will return to this in some way, shape, or form. We will. But I just ask you to do this. Whatever you want to tell your friends, whatever you want to say about Trump, Mar-a-Lago, first of all, foremost, just try to make sure your friends know you for your theology and being a follower of Christ, if they know you more because of your political views than they do your theological and religious views and your love for Scripture and your study of Scripture, you've got a problem. It, it may be a sign that you have given yourself over to uh, idolatry. And no matter how much you try to justify it, if everyone knows you more for your political views than they do your the theological and, and views on Scripture, something is wrong. So, so can you just look at your life and maybe repent of that? And that's... And, and that's true for all of us, right? If, if we've given ourselves over to that, we need to stop. Second, can you just think about whatever your view is about Trump and Mar-a-Lago and the FBI? Can you just honestly ask yourself if the exact same thing was happened to Obama, Hillary, Bill Clinton, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden? It, you just name the individual. Would you be having the same reaction? How dare they? This is wrong. Or would you be like, lock them up, lock them up? Why are you so inconsistent? Has your loyalty been given to Trump over truth, morality, consistency? You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great night. God bless.